I think it's more to do with the fact that it doesn't matter whether you're dating or in a committed relationship up until the point that you are married or planning to marry someone, you are still single. And that's what I agree with. Popular opinions, and I have taken over Haz's. Is it Haz or Harris? Whatever you want. Whatever he wants me to call him, <laughs> I have taken over his uh, podcast today, where we will be yet again exploring another unpopular opinion. That was sick. That was. I feel like you should do all my <laughs> intros. I might just clip that for every Go podcast. For it. Yeah. Okay. As long as you pay me. Depends how well this one does. Doesn't have to be monetary. <laughs> Well, that's a good start. Um, nah, um, so today we've got Zanera. Do you want to say a thing about yourself? One thing about yourself? One crazy fact? God. I'm an alcoholic. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's, that's a good start. Um, now, what, what do you do for a work? A recovering alcoholic. A recovery okay. alcoholic, <laughs> apart from that. Joking. Mum, don't watch this. <laughs> I'm going to send this to your mum. You have her number. Yeah, that's what I mean. Shit. Um, okay, so um, so I work for a brokerage firm, um, and that basically deals with chartered service, and that does not mean that I am. Uh, no, that means you're an air hostess, right? No, <laughs> so no, I'm not an air hostess, and I'm not a pilot. So, and the 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 aviation industry is much much more than that. So please educate yourself so that I don't have to educate you. Oh, shots fired at the <laughs> audience already. Um, so you're single? Yeah, I guess. Are you like newly, would you say you're still newly out of a long-term relationship or is it past that stage? I think in this day and age because everything's changed so rapidly, definitely newly. Okay, so newly single, kind of. Mm-hmm. And um, wait, I've got a question for you actually. Do I Where, need to have a drink before like... Well, we just have a drink anyway, yeah. but... Um, so I had this theory where, like, I feel like every girl... Mm. Just make sure my mic's actually facing me. Every girl has, like, a certain percentage of psycho in them, yeah? Oh, yeah. But, like, it very Obviously, girl by girl, mm. it varies. The percentage varies. Yeah. But I've been thinking about it, and I think the amount of psycho depends on, like, what girls actually do in their spare time. Like, right. what, what do girls actually do in their spare time? Because I genuinely don't know, like... You can't just say shopping because you're not going to do that after like a long shift that day of work. And um, what is it? Just watch TV, watch a film. What do you actually do in your spare time? Um, I, I think it kind of depends on what line of work you are. I mean, some sometimes I like to watch movies. Sometimes I like to create fake scenarios in my head and then just hurt myself. But See, so <laughs> watch movies is like standard. Like everyone does that. Even guys they do, do that. that even they're bored like Netflix and chill like come on you're not really Netflix yeah, <laughs> there is no Netflix involved in that exactly so if you cancel out movies yeah so the fake scenario bit for example mm. so if you link it to like girls being psychos I feel like the amount of spare time they have on their hand is the like is go, it goes with it connects to how much percentage of psycho you are 
Okay, but how would you judge like a psycho to avoid? Because is there what more... if you're attracted to that level of psychosis? Yeah, you can be attracted to it, but you gotta realize what you get yourself into. So, like, if the more basically the more time spare time a girl has, mm -hmm. it's more likely to ha that she's more psycho. Would you agree? Um, I don't actually know. I have. You must have heard of that saying. Um, an idle mind is like place of the devil. Yeah. Something like that. So, yeah. I would kind of relate it more to that. I don't specifically think it's just girls that are just psychotic. No, obviously, obviously it's not just <laughs> girls, but generally they are like, more psychotic. <laughs> I feel like they overthink a lot, and I just don't know what they do their spare time. Like guys, like for example, like most. Most, a lot of the times guys would like have a sport they play on a weekend maybe right. train during the week mm -hmm. they play video games like during the week they watch football or you know all sorts of stuff they'll you know go out for drinks with their friends girls like yeah they can go out for drinks with their friends they can do a lot of things guys do as well but what do you do apart from watch films at home i, mean, it I reckon they just all sit there texting each other creating fake scenarios like you said okay well i don't have a lot of female friends um i'm pretty sure you'll find out by the end of this podcast why but from like me personally it really depends like sometimes if i'm really like still energetic after work i'll still see my friends sometimes i'll just watch a movie sometimes i'll do my actual role which is to cook <laughs> <laughs> which is to cook and clean <laughs> offend everybody else <laughs> <laughs> no but like talking about offending people so mm. The main, the main the topic, feminist. the main topic we have today, which is, I think it's more to do with the fact that it doesn't matter whether you're dating or in a committed relationship up until the point that you are married or planning to marry someone, you are still single, and that's what I agree with. So Zanira thinks, right? If it, whether or not she's in a relationship, she's still single until she's either engaged or married, right? Yes. Right, and. What so say, say your boyfriend hears that or your future boyfriend, mm. <laughs> and then you're you're going out for a girls' night, yeah. Who's yeah. gonna think you're gonna get with someone, right? Well, I think, I think without even without me saying that, he would think that. Yeah. Just because of the way that today's like whole dating and relationship culture is, there's kind of like no level of trust in that anymore, anyway. Yeah. But. Just because I feel that way doesn't, it doesn't depict exactly the way that where where my loyalty lies, right? So okay, so let's let's create a scenario. Okay, go on. You're you're with a guy that yeah. you've been in a relationship with for six months, yeah. Yeah. And then you're out, I don't know, clubbing or at a rave or like yeah. a festival or something, and someone asks you, "Are you single?" I'd say yes. Oh, okay, so. If your boyfriend's out also, and a girl asks him, you're single? Yes, he should he can say, say yes. yes. Okay, so you end up going, I don't know, whatever happens with you and this guy that you've met at this festival, wherever you are, mm -hmm. what's, what's the next step with your relationship now? Would you class this as an open relationship or? That's about communication though. That so is would you tell him then? about communication. So if, if I wanted to get into a relationship where I knew that this person is like intimately like mine and that marriage was definitely a part of it, yeah. that's a discussion to be had. 
if this is something more casual, then... But it's six months, that's a long time. Well, for me, it's that a long time. That is not a fucking long time. That's I mean, six on. months ages for me. Babies take nine months to grow. Like Exactly. <laughs> that's that's only longer. No, that's what I'm saying. It's nine months is a long time. Six yeah. months is also a long time. Not really. I mean, if you... Okay, like, okay, convert so- it into a career, six months is probably as, like, the maximum that you would get in probation. So yeah. would you consider that serious? Yeah, but you're still working at one place and not two places, aren't you? I guess so. So... Like, depends on your loyalty level. Like, what is your final destination? Like, what is your... You know, what you're thinking about? What Where is that place that you want to end up at? Do you want to be married to each other? Or are you just exploring the fact that somebody has similarities to you? Or that somebody likes the same things that you do and you vibe well together. Yeah, so okay, so let's just pretend let's just pretend it's been a year then. Okay. Right? And you said it's about communication. So what communication do you need to have with this guy so when you go out you don't say, Yes, I'm single to people? Okay. Well say we have that talk. Say yeah. me and you we're we're yeah. in a relationship and we've had that talk now where it's like you're absolutely in love with me. <laughs> Why are you laughing Carry on. So we have that conversation where you either decide whether I'm somebody that you feel like I have the potential to be your wife and I, you know, I either say yes, I feel the same way about you, or I'm like, well, you know, maybe I'm not too sure, I wanna explore my options a bit. Or not explore my options in the sense of I'll cheat, but explore my options in the sense of like you're still a relationship that I love and I cherish and I love having you around, but I don't know whether I'm going to spend my life with you. Yeah, so, so if that's... So that's the... what it would be dependent on. So if that's the case, would you not just break up with the guy? No, why would I? If I'm, if I'm having... If that person is serving my purpose for that time being in life, purpose being in the sense of he, we get on well together, we share, I don't know, majority of opinions together, we like spending our time apart from everybody else like with one another individually we like spending time together we have certain activities that we like doing together then what's what's the harm in it what's wrong yeah it's just not every relationship leads to marriage anyway no of course but at the same time when you when you realize it's not going to i I would just be like okay well it's not going to why am i even with this i'd rather be officially single then with this person but like the other thing you wanted to talk about is um, like, well, actually, it's a question for you, really. Do you think dating multiple people is necessary to being to find a person to be in a relationship with? Definitely. So you th- so you know how sometimes you're like, well, I don't even know multiple, but multiple is like how many dates are you going to go on with different guys? Like three, five, eight. God. At a time, because I get I get your point a little bit. I feel like I, f- I feel like if you enter that dating world, <clears throat> you can't just expect to like go on a date with someone and that okay, the, uh, the off you know the weird like coincidence could happen, but you can't expect the first date you go on to be like the person, right? So you kind of just like if you have the opportunity to line up, say you have a month mm. calendar like date line up like eight dates in that month or nine dates and i i think that's necessary to find the right relationship but do you think you should go on a date and then see how it goes and then if it's crap then you go on another date see how it goes if it's crap or do you just line them up and then 
Right, okay, my honest opinion. Uh, dating nowadays, I feel like the standards have really, really dropped. Um, and I feel like, like looking at people around me, um, I have friends who have been on that one date or like maybe a second date and they are now either married to that person or they're marrying that person. Then I have friends who literally hold auditions to like, like dating for them is like holding auditions for a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Like it is, I can't explain it. So where would you put yourself on that scale? So you got like, oh, the first time kind of like off chance that you meet the perfect person. Then you've got people holding auditions. Like I saw this video of this woman online where she was talking with some guy, I guess she matched on like a dating app or something. And then she's sort of saying to this guy that, oh, coffee dates and stuff like that are not my thing. Like if you want to take me on a first date, it needs to be these like high-end restaurants. And the guy is like, oh, fair enough, but I hope you don't mind sharing the bill if that's the case. And then she's just like, no, like can't believe this guy's come back and said this to me, blah, blah. blah. That's but, just plain toxic. Exactly, I mean, exactly. It kind I of think plays so. into the role of the whole uh, feminism aspect, don't you think? It's like yeah. where some women claim to be feminist and then suddenly, as soon as as soon as it comes to the social and dating scenes, they, they want to take the back seat and let men get on with whatever their role is. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I don't even know if this woman was a feminist or what, or what, she, what she was, but I just saw, like, I just come across it. But do you think it's crazy? Because this man is then off, like... It's weird because women think they are, like, offering so much by just going... They'll say stupid things like, oh, my... I don't even know makeup fucking names, but like my concealer costs this much. So you should, the least you can do is pay for dinner. I'm like, first of all, you're not using the whole bottle or tube or whatever it comes in. In one go. And if you and do, <laughs> please consider plastic surgery. <laughs> yeah. Because um, you're just not going to do it. <laughs> I've heard that, I've heard the argument, like my makeup costs X amount. So the least you can do is pay for dinner. That's insane to me. I have certain friends that share the same opinion and that think that, um, just because the guy is the one traditionally who courts yeah. the woman, he should be the one to travel up to them, pick them up, take them out on the date, um, then pay for the date and whatever it is that they do. I just don't think it fits well within today's culture. I mean, it's, it's a bit outdated. How yeah. can you- To be fair, I get the whole like, you know, the guy being a gentleman, but there's only a set, because if you look at it from this... But how can you say you're a feminist and then still expect that level of treatment? No. Well, not all these women are feminists, but they just like sort of, I guess, they just want... I think they just want free food. <laughs> this, like, they can't expect... Okay, Wait, well, we were talking... a food bank, so... <laughs> we were talking Go about... To a fucking food bank. They want free nice food, not sweet <laughs> not not sweet food. Um, so there's, there's times where girls, are, the thing is, you, when you talk about this subject, you think, oh, it's he talking about sex, but when guys go out and they spend X amount of money with this girl, this is a first date, not like a third date, fifth date yeah. or whatever, a first date, and they expect to spend all this money um, just because a girl's done her makeup and made her look self look nice. You should do that anyway, even just generally. Yeah. It is. Um, but yeah, guys don't have... This is the first time they're meeting this person. And they get nothing out of it. 
Like that, that, that time, not saying that the girls have to now sleep with them because they've paid for dinner. Mm. It's not just about that. It's more like, you know, they're not expected. They don't even know if this girl is going to want a second date. They don't even know if anything at all. This could be the one time you met a stranger and you spent 100, 500, 300, whatever it's come mm. to on a date that ended up being nothing. You're never going to talk to this person again. So in... If you look at these situations, you obviously you obviously disagree with that kind of like behavior from girls, right? Definitely. Definitely. So what would you, what would your like ideal date be, or you know first date kind of thing? I think whatever the date is, it doesn't matter where it is, where it takes place. It should be in the sense of we're both having fun. There should be no burden for one particular party to pay, because I feel like when you give that authority to somebody to like pay for you you then subconsciously even you still owe them a favor and that doesn't always have to be monetarily (laughs) this is what i mean well this is what i mean everyone thinks that way but the fact that sometimes that person can feel like okay so they've paid for your food they've paid for your drinks or whatever you've done that night you now owe them a second date so you now have yeah, to minimum. make the effort to see them again. Yeah. And that is still a favour, if not yeah. anything, because if in your head you're like, I don't vibe with this person, I don't like him at all, but he's paid for every single thing that I've done today. Yeah, but that's how a normal girl would think, but I feel like, well, a normal girl should think, yeah, but I feel like a lot of girls nowadays, nowadays don't think that way. I it's just like, feel like a lot of them are entitled, to be honest, more than yeah. they deserve. I think so. Um, so... Back to the sort of main point, we you you said you you think you're single even if you're in a relationship. If, if you don't see yourself fully marrying this person yet that you're in a relationship with, yeah. you'll still be single. So what if the guy turned around and said, I'm going to go and stay around this girl's house for the weekend? What's your reaction to that? Again, it just it's not about the fact that he, what my reaction would be to him saying that, it's about communication. Yeah, so he's telling you. He's if telling he's you. He's told me from the beginning that this is not something serious, and I genuinely just want this to be like a thing where I come home and I need you to just like be around or like be somebody that I come home to or just be somebody that's like available to me or give me the yeah. benefits of just like a relationship but without having like the exclusivity of it. And that's where the communication kicks in. Obviously, if I'm in a fully-fledged relationship hoping that this man will propose to me one day, I'm not going to be okay with the fact that he's leaving yeah. around another girl's house unless that's his sister. <laughs> That'd be weird. Um, so, yeah, but so in that case, you won't also be going out saying, yeah, I'm single then? In that case, No. Okay, so what does a guy need to say to you? What kind of communication does he need to have? What kind of chats do you need to set? Have? He has to be fully open. He has to be like, listen, I like you. I think you're attractive. I don't think, like, I don't know where this is going to go. Let's see how it goes. But he needs, to, but within that time span of communication, it needs to be more than just like, he needs to actually like confess and just be like open and just say like, listen, um, I feel like this is more of a fling or I feel like this is more casual and how about like let's see other people whilst we're still like you know seeing each other I'd much rather have that than to have 
to be wondering like at one o'clock in the mor- morning why my boyfriend is still online on whatsapp and still not seeing my messages <laughs> yeah so much better than that basically a relationship you get into need has to be from the beginning they need to be like okay at one they need to have that conversation with you set your boundaries way before I mean, even in dating as well, you need to have your boundaries laid out, open in front of everyone, transparency is key. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the dating dating for you then. Mm. So what's, I hate, I hate the red flag term, but what's like a definite no-go for you, for a guy? Like, so you've gone on the first date, yeah? Mm. And then you've had a good two, three hour chat with him. Mm. Um, what can he say to be like, okay, that's definitely, I'm never going there again no second date doesn't matter if you paid um definitely when he says oh yeah um i had a girlfriend but we're on a break right now but we live together i feel like this happened to you do you want to tell us more (laughs) you have to now i really don't why but it's just in the sense of like when guys make you aware they have girlfriends but they're still willing to cheat wait so wait so when a girl Right, okay. So they just to, they just have a clarify, girlfriend now. Just to clarify. Yeah. I'm just putting this in a rave situation. This is okay. like fully a festival or rave. Yeah. You know, everyone's out there having fun, maybe tipsy or drugged or whatever. <laughs> I don't agree with drugs. <laughs> but it's in the sense of like they are fully aware of the fact that they're in a relationship. They like the person that they're with. They want to have a fun time with you, but and they make you aware of it. Yeah. But it's just the fact that the red flag is the fact you're already in a relationship and you're talking about her even whilst you're intoxicated. But it's just the fact that you're willing to still do something afterwards. Yeah. Is that not a red flag? So is that is that a red flag as in like, oh, I don't want to be with this person? Or is that a red flag as in like, I, I can no, spend I the night? <laughs> so, so you can spend the night I with this still, person? I wouldn't get with her. I oh, wouldn't okay. see him afterwards. Okay. So in terms of like relationship wise, what can he say to you that you just like, nah. So number one, bring up his ex, yeah? Or current situation. Talk about his mother a lot. Do people do that? Yes, definitely. I feel like there's a certain, there's a, there's a balance between, you know, being a family guy and being a mummy's boy. So what's, okay, I feel like this has happened to you. It's just a bit embarrassing, really. I mean, you're like 20-something years old and you're still talking about how your mum provides for you. It's just... It's mummy's issues, I guess. Oh, God, but no, not mummy's issues because the mum still either... You either still live with your mum or you, like, overindulge with your mum and I just don't know where the, the, the boundary is. It's I guess like it's... Guys there's... are just closer to their mums in general, I feel like. Yeah, well, this is, it can be nice to talk about your mum, but like, I wouldn't you wouldn't just bring it up all the time? I guess that's what you'd mean. Right? Yeah, you just, it's good to be like in a family like you know environment and all that stuff. But if you're always talking about your mum, it's nice to be family orientated. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to see you as a guy, like to come across to you as a guy who's like so infatuated with their own mother that you kind of like every obsessive girl, yeah, yeah exactly like obsessively like crazed about your mother like yeah that's that's a bit weird what about um what about the stuff that you've been talking about in terms of trauma like 
Are we going to go into that? Of course, why not? I feel it with me. <laughs> so, I feel, so what was that? You, I'll let you tell the story actually. Do you want to tell it? Which Just trauma? like, okay, so guys so talking about. with me what trauma it is because there's a lot of traumas <laughs> going around. So, okay. which actual trauma are we talking about? So, what about guys that sort of, you know, had a trauma or something terrible happened to them in, the, in their life or it doesn't have to be terrible, it has to be like, quite bad kind of thing and they'll bring it up all the time that's the whole personality so sneakily from my past experiences (laughs) um such traumas include losing a parent quite early on in age and then obviously having ptsd which apparently i read in an article ptsd is something that you can be diagnosed with if you date a feminist what yeah what do you mean? Women's Republic. Wait, say that again? So, can... I was looking... Uh, so, I was just searching, just, you know... On, you were searching PTSD oddly, as you do. I was just like, oddly, I was just, you know, reading through articles. Came across this one, it was just about dating, like, you know, what, what kind of, like, the pros and cons of dating a feminist. And it was on a, a site called um, womensrepublic.net or something. And one of the cons was the relationship will actually fail. And then it, there was a guy's perspective on it. So Wait, that was a con? Yeah. Okay. The, the relationship is just doomed, basically. And then the the actual like encounter of a guy in the bottom there of the article was literally just about the fact that I've oh. actually... This article that you read said... That the result of dating a feminist included loss of reputation, loss of employment, yeah. financial ruin, imprisonment, mm-hmm. lifelong domestic violence orders, <laughs> erectile dysfunction, and suicide. Suicide. Why are you laughing at that one? <laughs> Out of all of them, you're laughing okay. at suicide. One thing about my ex is like he used to threaten oh. me with suicide. Oh. Look, oh, you're gonna get me cancelled. I'm gonna get death threats after this. Don't post my ID on there. I'm gonna put your IG, your TikTok, your email address, everything. So back to like the dating standards that you mentioned, like nowadays. Mm-hmm. Do you, I feel like um, don't get me wrong, it's not just men, but I mean it's not just women. Men probably have a small like subconscious list in their head, but I feel like women have like <clears throat> I feel like women have literally a tick box list. Of things that a guy needs to be like do do and all that stuff you know mm. the money they earn and all that stuff mm. to like get them to a certain date level like date number five or date number three or something like that yeah do you th- do you think that's unrealistic or do you think that's just you know skipping the time wasting i think i think the latter to be honest definitely if you pick if you have a checklist and you have somebody that obviously matches that checklist, you're most likely to go for that person and then to have like a second person come in and they don't entirely match with what you're going for. I mean, that's yeah. what a dating apps are for nowadays, aren't they? Yeah, this, this is my point though. Like, I, I feel like you have all these checklists, yeah, and then you don't even give this person a chance. But rea- realistically, I feel like relationships... Yeah. Do you not give them a chance? Okay, so say say your checklist. What would your checklist be, for example? Say it's name five things. It's not the full checklist. Like some okay. five things that they have to have. 
They have to. They have to be humorous. Okay, so yeah, funny. Okay, they have to be funny, right? First thing, definitely need a beard. Okay. That's a physical attribute. Yeah. Um, they have to be outgoing. Okay. Um, I can't name five things because I. Okay, let's just do three that, then. But, yeah. But so all like those three things that I've mentioned, definitely one of them's a physical attribute. Yeah. Um. You can count that towards a checklist to finding somebody. Right. So if if the person has two out of three, mm. are you, are you, and you don't give them as but much of a one? chance, the beard, for example. No. <laughs> this is my point, though. So this could be the love of your life, yeah. Just because they don't have a beard at that moment they met you, they could have just grown a beard. They could have just shaved. You know, who cares? But because they haven't met that one checklist. You've not swiped right, or you know that's just dating app. But in real life, you've not swiped right. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. If you swipe right, if you swipe left in real life because this person doesn't have a beard, right? That could be your soulmate, yeah. Okay. But because you've had this checklist, you've not given this person a chance to in so this in this scenario okay. grow a beard. Right. Do you get what I'm trying to say? I do, so I, do. I feel like relationships, like strong relationships, like they need work even from the beginning right from the beginning yeah right. so if you have people that have like these checklists and these like specifics i know they're trying to your argument would be oh they just, they just have stand specific standards and so on you can still have standards and not like have to have a checklist where if someone doesn't tick a few of those boxes you can still work on that like in this scenario they can still grow a beard oh, maybe yeah of course but of course the other like there was only three that you mentioned but there's so many other things like you know girls like to add like i don't know how tall they are or how much money they earn and all that stuff like that's just weird to me don't get me wrong it doesn't it doesn't have to be a checklist like in terms of dating definitely they need to be somebody that has a sense of humor that's it yeah they could literally be anyone they could be someone from ethiopia for all i care what's wrong with ethiopia (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna get me cancelled why are you giving ethiopia as an example okay um Another just stop. Nigeria. Let's just, let's just, oh, stop. Let's just move on. Okay. Why are you naming African countries? Morocco. Oh, that's South Africa. Okay. Sharjah. It's not a country. That is a country. Sharjah is a country. Sharjah is not a country. It is. It's in UAE. Yeah, but it's... What is it then? A city. Sharjah is not a city. Sharjah. Are you talking about Sharjah near Dubai? Yeah. That's a city. Did you think that was a country? I thought it was a country. I'm extremely sorry to the crown king of Sharjah. I served you, but... So, in summary, do you, you, you still stand by the fact that if you're in a relationship, you haven't communicated, sat down and had that marriage talk, you're single? But I still stick with the fact that, yes, definitely before marriage, I am single. Okay. Well, it'll be good to see what everyone else thinks and if they agree or disagree with you. I felt like you did a really good intro, so I think you should do an outro. Do the whole like, share, subscribe, follow stuff. (laughs) Come on, you can do it. Okay. Well, if you like Hazard's podcast, Unpopular Theories, and you want for him to engage with other people, especially me, again and again then you should like, subscribe and share to his YouTube channel and watch him on all his other streams as well, yeah. which I'm not familiar with. But... Um, you should know this by the back of your hand. TikTok, Instagram, everything. Just follow on everything. Like Just everything. follow him on every single thing. 
and he will give you a bi-weekly episode. Yeah. 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 So he'll give you a bi-weekly episode of other unpopular theories as well. Um, and and comment. Get, and then also comment your most unpopular theories and questions that you have to ask him for the next episode. <laughs> Why and, is it? And if I get any death threats after this, I'm coming after you. Don't blame. Don't bring me into this. It's your unpopular theory podcast, not mine. Just follow. <laughs>